Doc Manson at Doc Manson DC Matthews at the DC Matthews this is the list we are back and we are better than ever we have a knack for ranking things better welcome back to the list I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews along with Doc Vegan at Doc Vegan how are you Doc now hold on a second I'm all I'm all in favor of a good joke, but when you direct people to Twitter and you misdirect them to a to a faulty Twitter handle, I, I have to take umbrage, sir. Because... At Doc Manson. Alright. At Doc Manson. Yeah, but so Doc Vegan not, at Doc Manson. We have not recorded. I feel like it has been a very long time since we have done anything. I can already see your face is thinner, you look like you've got more musculature um you're eating you're some, a liar you're eating some meat jerky um do you want to should we save this for thursday's ddt wrestling do you want to get into it now well i feel like we should probably save it for ddt wrestling all right because this is the list I suppose that is true. This is where we rank the greatest wrestlers <clears throat> of all time. And I have a feeling that once we start this conversation, it will take a while before we get off of it. Because, of course, I have many questions. But we will, we will table that. We'll give, them, we'll give fans something to, to look forward to. I only have to ask, what kind of jerky is that? Steak. Okay. I have been I have been a fan lately of the turkey jerky. Oh yeah, turkey jerky's good. Ever had a nice uh, Korean pork jerky? I can't say that I have, but I've seen it in the stores. I, one of these days, I, there's a fair that I think you and I have been to together, and mm-hmm. usually at that fair, they have some sort of exotic jerky. Like there's elk jerky and ostrich jerky or something like that. One of these days, I'm gonna go and just. Buy the lot because I would like <laughs> to try them all. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in uh, jerky later. DC will know. All right, so yes, let us get into the list. We it has been a while. Um, however, we have a top ten. Uh, Doc Manson will read that to us to remind us all of where we were because I believe the last time we recorded, we added a new member of the top ten, which shows you how long it's been since we've recorded this. Because I feel wow. like he's been on the list forever. Uh, but give me that well, top ten, please. Number ten is Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Number nine is The Great Muda. Eight, Open Heart Surgery Vader. I think it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Vader. Happy birthday, Vader. Number seven, Antonio Inoki. Six, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Five, The Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Number four, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Not to be confused with Rowdy Ronda Rousey, of course. Number three, Kevin Owens. Number two, the bad guy, Scott Hall. And number one, the doctor of thugonomics, John Cena. We don't need to get super topical, but I, I swear we're being worked. This whole John Cena, Nikki Bella thing is one big performance. To what end? Uh, it's a reunion and, you know, more more ratings on their shows. Because now he's saying he wants to be the father of her children, despite the fact that he never wanted children up until now. So, yeah, uh, I, I smell a scam. 
But I way. smell ratings. Well, that's true too. <laughs> All right, uh, we have if my things are correct, we have eight hundred and thirty-five men men on the list. We have sixty-eight women on the list. Uh, I don't believe we need to add anyone else, but I could be... I'd have to think about that, whether or not we need to add anyone. I've been lost in win-loss stats for the last week or so, so wow. now I've got off... Because I felt like it. I was like, huh, what is the win-loss record of, you know, people who have appeared on NXT TV and eight hours later I now can tell you. So... Uh, but either way, I need a number, please, Doc. And uh, let's, let's get go this with, show uh, on the road. Okay, preemptively, before I even give you the number, I'm just going to say it. I don't know who that is. 547. 547 brings us to... You do know the, who this is, but you wish you didn't. Primo Cologne. Ugh. Now, Wait. I'd like to point out, I don't know if you know which of the colognes this is, but you at it's least... the one that's not Epico. <laughs> that is correct, to quote It's Chris also Farley. the one that's not, not um, uh, Carlito. It's not Carlito. However, you can see the family resemblance. This looks like Carlito Jr. It looks, okay. like, it looks like somebody just cut Carlito's hair. Um, you know, Primo does. He is the brother of Carlito. Um, so yes, okay. he was a matador. He's sold us uh, Puerto Rican real estate. It is Primo Cologne. Uh, he's clearly not going to make the top 10, but I do have to ask, is he better than Roman Reigns at 12? No. Okay. Just wanted to establish that baseline. I just want to see, because I, I know they have held tag team titles, I just want to know how many. I times. really don't think that matters. Like Primo and Epico are. He such... is a three-time tag team champion, twice with Carlito and once with Epico. Wait, so twice with Carlito means those two reigns were what ten years ago at least? Yes. And when did he win with 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 Epico? Uh, probably a while ago as well. Wikipedia doesn't tell me that, though. I could go back and look it up. But... I mean, let's be honest here. The highlight of this guy's career was being a matador. Like, I'd like to point out, now, the World Wrestling Council, WWC, is the wrestling promotion in Puerto Rico. He won their universal title five times. Yeah, well, his father is probably the that is very true (laughs) carlos cologne did i believe found the wwc so that is a very good point um he was ranked the 72nd best wrestler in the world in 2012 according to pro wrestling illustrated again not that that what rank what rank uh 72 in the pwi 500 all right well let's look at number 72 on our list that's killian dane currently and frankly, <laughs> uh, he won with Epico in 2012. Okay, so that's that was a good six defeating, years ago. Defeating the team of Air Boom. All right, but yeah, really looking at position 72 on the list, he's he's probably above that. But I, really, he's better than Apollo Cruz. Yeah, what is I mean Apollo Cruz. 
I guess career-wise he is, but, oh, man, this is not what I expected from you. I mean, I don't like him at all, but I he figured is a we were down tag champion. I suppose, and yes, and we, we do need to consider that. You are correct. Wow, okay. Um, part of me thinks we should just put him at 73 just to spite him <laughs> and say Done. Killian Dane is better than you. But you are better probably than Drago. I don't know about that. I like Drago a lot, but... Are we putting him at 74 then? Is he above Apollo Crews? Because clearly Apollo Crews has not won anything in in WWE. Now, UHA Nation probably had a very good career, but we're not really considering that. Then you've got Candice LeRae at 75, so... Yeah... I would put him at 74, I think. All right. So we'll put him at 74, above Apollo Crews, but below Drago. Primo Cologne. That is that is far higher than I expected him to be. He is clearly above the Horner line, which currently stands at... Out of curiosity, though, before we, we... 150 out of the 196 Perhaps wrestlers. you could answer this, though, before we cement this 74. Sure. Uh, which... Which of Primo and Epico are the better wrestler? I think Epico's got a better move set. Like Okay. But like he's got some impressive moves, but Primo is the better overall talent. Okay. Okay. If that makes more sense. Like uh, okay. Yeah, because I just my, my my concern is when we come to rate Epico. I would rank Epico a little lower, at, yeah. but I would rank Carlito higher. I really liked Carlito, Caribbean cool. Yeah, I liked Carlito, but, you know, we'll get to that. All right, Primo Cologne, number 74. Another number, please. I don't know who this is. Number <laughs> 479. 479. This is, this is working for us. This is working for us. You know him best as one half of the Japanese announced team for every pay-per-view Kong Funaki. I like Funaki. I like Funaki. Uh, there was a time. Well. There was a time back in college when me, you, GQ, possibly the Arsicist, we went to a SmackDown show and we were literally the only people in the crowd that had a sign for Funaki. And we got on television, damn it, because when Funaki came out, they needed to show a sign, and that was us. That's true. That is true. I, we should, I don't remember. We'd have to figure out when that was, but part of me wants to go on to WWE Network and look back. It's because, yes, we did. I do remember that. We were, we were on TV because that is how the secret, if you want to get on television and you can't afford Lime Shirt Guy tickets... Uh, you make a sign for somebody that no one else will make a sign for. Correct. And that will get you on TV. Uh, Sometimes. So, Funaki, uh, I believe, is a multiple-time Cruiserweight champion? Question mark? He might even be a tag team champion. Oh, he is a one-time Cruiserweight champion and a one-time hardcore champion. Funaki's hardcore, huh? So, he was only ranked 103rd in the PWI 500. Uh, well, but, the PWI 500 
can uh, take a back seat here because I'm going to rank Funaki above Primo. Uh I think so, just in terms of the culture. Like, he's, you know, if you say indeed to a wrestling fan, most of them are going to know who you're talking about. Um, mm. You know, I remember him as part of Kai and Tai, which was not in your You Missed the Attitude era. I remember when they tried to um, emasculate Val Venus in a very upsetting kind of way. Mm. Um, and then... You know, then he became the announcer, and then he became Kung Fu Naki, so... I'm he's... actually not sure how much higher on this list Funaki's going to get, though. Not a huge one. Um, but he's also been, you know, I don't know if they they talk about it here in the uh, on the Wikipedia page, but I, I do know that he is, he is fluent in uh, six different languages. Well, He's, English isn't one of them. I he speaks that, Japanese, so. English, French, German, Portuguese, and Spanish. Huh. Now, again, linguistic skills is is not a criteria for the list, but I do know that he has been a vital person backstage to help with the influx of Japanese talents to serve whether as a translator or just kind of as a mentor. Um, guys like Shinsuke Nakamura, Asuka, Hideo Itami, Kota Ibushi when he was here for the Cruiserweight Classic. You know, Funaki's a, kind of a valued member of, of the group. Uh, but having said that... I do think, you know, he's not better than Alberto Del Rio. So if you want to make a case that he's better than James Storm or Dakota Kai, we can have that conversation. But uh, yeah, I think sixty nine yeah, think... is prob sixty nine is probably as high as I would uh, allow Funaki to go. I think so. Number sixty nine is number one, Funaki. Yes, yes it is. All right, he is, he is. I said he is. Uh, another number, please. 765. 765, scrolling, scrolling, 765. Oh. This is one of my favorite guys, and I think you might know who he is. Depends on how much Ring of Honor you've watched. He is the last real man, Silas Young. Hmm, I've heard the name. I've definitely heard the name. I'm a big Silas Young guy. Silas Young is the kind of guy, he looks a bit kind of like Jake Roberts. He's got the mustache, he's got the longer hair. Um, he, you know, he, and his whole shtick is that he's the last real man, so he had a big feud with Dalton Castle, who he didn't seem, didn't find to be particularly manly. Um but he's a really good talent. He's he's a good talker. He's a good wrestler. I am I am all in on on the Silas Young guy. So okay. Now, having said that, you know he, he has peaked in Ring of Honor. I don't think you know he's a, he's not the kind of guy that I think will ever get a real shot in the WWE. So I don't know how high he would go on this list realistically. I just happen to enjoy his work quite a bit. All right. Well, uh, suggest a number then. Let me see here. I'm going to try to not be... <sighs> we have Ackerman Razar at 99 and 100. I can't say... 
I'd put him higher than the authors of pain. However, we're, we're, we're in the ballpark here because, again, again, Evan Bourne probably has had a better career, but he's better than Victor and he's better than Kurt Hawkins. So, Wait a minute, but Kurt Hawkins is... Oh, oh, who was I looking at before? I have no idea. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, all right. So I, I'm I'm in the you know the mid the mid hundred to I'm in the one hundred to one ten. But the real question is: Is he better than Shaquille O'Neal? <sighs> yes, yes. Is he is better he than is... Lars Sullivan? <sighs> they would make a great team. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that would be an amazing 102, team. Lars Sullivan. Is he better than Lars Sullivan? No. But he is no. better. But he is better. Th- I like Lars Sullivan a whole lot, too, especially now that he's doing this weird college professor where his his uh, promos are super eloquent and such. I You Wait, know. Who's I doing like that? Lars Sullivan. Like, he keeps using these polysyllabic words in his promos, and, like, I keep waiting for him to show up with, like, a tweed jacket with elbow patches, smoking a pipe. Is he going to be Brain Strowman at some point? That's kind of where we're headed. He might wind up being Brain Strowman. Um, I would say 103. He's better than Tainara Conti but not as good as Lars Sullivan. That would be where I would put the the last real man, Silas Young. I will accept this ranking. Thank you, sir. All right. I feel good about that. Um, we are approaching... I'd like to point out he's a good 10 below Mantar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just checking. We are at 198. So we are approaching the 200 mark, which means at some point we are going to have to reconcile this list. Yes, we are. We're going to need some serious amount of time for that, though. So until then, another number, please. 632. 632. This is a good, this is a good list. Uh, he is currently a Raw superstar and a former multi-time tag champion. He is Chad Gable. Chad Gable? Oh, man, I love me some Chad Gable. He's great. He's so chatty. And gable Yeah. He is ready, willing, and gable. Although I am really upset they stopped that. Yes, me too. Um, hmm. You know, he's one of those that you have to ask whether or not he peaked in NXT, like American Alpha. Well, I mean, he did, but I don't think that's his fault. The jury is still out on whether or not it'll stay that way. Um, I like Chad Gable more than I like Silas Young, so we are in the top 100 for this. The question is... I like Chad Gable more than I like Titus O'Neil. I agree. Do you like him more than you like Kalisto at 91? Personally? Yes. I agree. I I get excited. I I still get excited. Well, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. I used to get excited when Chad Gable showed up on my television. If Chad Gable say, came out tonight on Raw to answer Seth Rollins' open challenge for the Intercontinental title, you would get excited. I mean, I don't think I would. Only because I don't want to see Seth Rollins wrestle. 
if Chad Gable randomly challenged Brock Lesnar and they had a random match, would you get excited about that? Oh, sure, but he's challenging Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar gets me excited for anything. Don't you know he's the greatest universal champion of all time? Okay, so I see the change in diet has not resulted in a change in attitude towards the product. Um, Chad Gable, yeah, I legitimately would still be above Kalisto for me, though. And I think he even manages to power through, you know, my, my sort of... For me, this is like, you know, the comedy line on this list. I like him better than I like the comedic stylings of Rosie. So, yeah, I would agree that we get then to, you know, the magnificent Morocco and Mark Marrow. And let's be honest here. He's above Apollo Crews at 76. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking at the list. Thomas Roadkill, Bertha Faye, Scott Dawson. I love me some revival, but yeah. Uh, again, he, I like him more than Primo. He's a oh, if that, you count that, that is yeah that's if you count though. NXT, he's a multiple time tag champion, just like Primo. That's was. true. That's true. So then we get into the Mike Kanellis at seventy two, Cowboy James Storm at seventy. We're getting close here. Oh, here's the real thing though. Here's the real thing. Do we like him better or worse than number sixty one on our list, Jason Jordan? I think he's the true talent of American he Alpha. He is. He is. But the problem is but, Jason, Jason yeah, Jordan you, is the son of Kurt Angle. Chad Gable is not. Right. Despite the fact that that would have been a slightly more believable story had Chad Gable been that role. Um, mm. And again, Brian Pillman at 63. Can't say Chad Gable's more than that. Do you like him more than Jerry I'm, Ryan? Hmm. That is difficult. Because you know, I would I would go above Del wrestler. Rio. I would go above Johnny Ace or Big Johnny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Joey but once Ryan we start is getting to that Joey Ryan Typhoon territory. Yeah, and I I have personally have no problem ranking him at sixty six. That's pretty darn good for Chad Gable. Joey, I mean, Chad Chad Gable is an exciting wrestling talent, but Joey Ryan oozes. Yes, well, he uses all sorts of things, I suppose. Yes, um, but he is he is a Joey Ryan is a talent that I can see many people going and paying money to go see. Chad Gable is one of those guys where if you're watching WWE Network for nine ninety nine and he shows up, you go, "Hey, cool." Yeah, but I don't know that you're going out specifically for Chad Gable. Oh, that makes me sad, but yeah, you know, I think I see him right there. Let's put him in. 66. 66. Only five spots away from Jason Jordan, and again, both of their careers can continue, and we'll see where things go. I want the 200th name to be a female. So, again, the number is 68. Could I get a number, please? The number is 60. 60... Uh, she is, I I think they're on Raw now. Uh, she's my favorite member of the Riot squad. It's Sarah Logan, a.k.a. Crazy Mary Dobson. Huh. All right. I like Crazy Mary Dobson. I like Sarah Logan. I just feel like I haven't seen enough of her yet. No. Now that's the- partially on me. Because I haven't been watching the week-to-week product in a while. So. Well, and but she's not. Been, it's been the Ruby Riot show, like okay. r- up until 
you know, today I really thought Ruby Riot was going to be the next person to challenge uh, Nia Jax for the Raw title. So it's not. Did Sarah it's... Logan even compete in the Mae Young Classic? Yes. Okay. So she at least has that level of yes. And, and I I do think she is. You know, the Riot Squad is Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan and and Sarah Logan. And I like Ruby Riot, but I do think Sarah Logan is the talent of that group and she's engaged married she's with a row of war raiders hmm, interesting which is My still only problem with sarah logan is she is just the other member of the riot squad you know what i mean for right now she's... absolutely absolutely i don't think she's going to rank particularly high on this list yet yeah, but she she is definitely talented, and and you see the potential mm-hmm. to rise up the ranks. She, she is someone where if I said, you know, if somebody told me pick a member of the women's division in WWE that we should all keep an eye on, Sarah Logan would be the one I would pick. So, mm. uh, I like her better than we already mentioned, Tainara Conti at 105. You just clicked there as well. Yeah, higher than that. Yep. I don't know. If, I don't think she's higher than Razor and Occam, though. No. I... She's you know she's not going to rank much higher because again then we get into Silas Young territory and Lars Sullivan, yeah. So she's in that one hundred two one hundred three. You know Shaquille O'Neal is only on this list because he was such a big name and showed up in WCW to kind of welcome Hulk Hogan and then he was in the rest. He was in an Andre the Giant Battle Royal at one point. So you know he's, he's also there. Very tall. He is. He's got at least two feet on her. So. So, you know, anywhere in that ranking, I'm happy. Anywhere between 102 and 104. Or even like 105 above. Yes. Do you like her better than Lars Sullivan? No. But, but again, that's because currently she's not doing anything except supporting Ruby Riot. What about Silas Young? I do like her more than Silas Young. Okay. 104. So, there she is. 104. Sarah Logan. This is the second person we have put at 104 on this episode. Maybe not the last. That is our 200th uh, person. We are now at 200, but no, we will not stop there. Nay, nay, I say. I need another number, please. Nay, nay. 493. 493. That SmackDown show that you are talking about, not only did we get on TV for the Funaki sign, but I celebrated. I was probably the only person in the section, if not the entire arena, who cheered and posed when one of my favorite world champions showed up. This is John Bradshaw Layfield, my friend. Not to be confused with JBL. You can call him Justin Hawk Bradshaw. You can call him Blackjack Bradshaw. You can call him Acolyte Bradshaw. You can call him member of the APA Bradshaw. You can call him JBL. I'm going to say he's, uh, let me look at the list. But I'm going to say off the top of my head, he is, yeah, a top 20 talent on this list. I like JBL. Let's look at number 20. 20 is Farouk. Hmm. Yeah. 
And it's 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 ironic that number twenty is his best friend, supposedly, and former tag team partner Farouk. But and while I like Ron Simmons, uh, I think JBL had the better career, definitely the better WWE career, but I think the better career in general. Farouk is not a wrestling god. That's true. Like JBL. JBL was able to toe that line between being, you know, this tough guy, badass for a long time, and then also being com- comedic gold as that John Bradshaw Layfield character. Like, I... well, yeah, and he let's, had a, let's he had let's a great the... feud. He had a great feud with John Cena. I would say there's a there's a moment in that in that mid to late two thousands. Where there wasn't a lot going on, it was John Cena and friends. Triple H was on his way out. Undertaker was only wrestling once a year. JBL kind of was a cornerstone of that company for a good long while. He was. He like he carried SmackDown. I think yeah. for quite some time. WWE champion, Intercontinental champion, U.S. champion, <laughs> eighteen-time Hardcore champion. European champion, tag team champion. I just remember um, this I quit match between John Cena and JBL. It would get it was when he was champion, and I, I just remember like John Cena was like standing on top of the limo, and I think he had ripped the exhaust off of the car, and he was going to bash, you know, JBL's head in with the muffler, and that was when. He finally gave in and quit. I just remember that being like, my God, he was going to murder him. Yeah. Just that really stuck with me, that particular match. You know, started wrestling in 92, got to the WWE in 95, and retired in... When was WrestleMania 25? 2009. So a 24-year WWE career. Wow. Let us not forget his uh, cabinet member, Orlando Jordan. And uh, the one with the thing on her face, Jillian Hall. Jillian Hall. Yeah, the boogeyman ate that thing off of her face. Yeah, I'm not... And what might be the hottest moment in professional wrestling? <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of his commentary. I'm not a huge no. fan of the fact that he was reportedly, you know, kind of a bully in the locker room. Um, and, you know, if we want that to reflect on his career, we can do that. I'm just saying, wrestling-wise, I do. I think he's better. Where are we? He's better than Farouk. He's had a better career than Sasha Banks. You know, we're 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 in the Chris Benoit, May Young, Greg Valentine territory at least. Do you like him better than Road Dog at number thirteen? I do personally. Uh, I like him better. Again, this is my personal opinion. You know, Jeff Jarrett was a vital member, you know, off camera and, you know, the business side of things, but he had a better career than Jeff Jarrett. Uh, you, you know, we could probably go back and forth on how he relates to Vader. So I could put him in the top 10 easily myself. I think the top 10 is getting a little crazy. That's fine. That is just fine. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with a top 15 or a top 20 place for him either I see him as being above Chris Benoit 15 for sure sure and I think I even see him above Road Dog at 13 but if you want to say he's not above Roman Reigns or Chavo Guerrero that is totally fine 
I think that's where I see it. Okay. I'm happy to... I am delighted to put my man, JBL... Wrestling God JBL coming in at number 13. Yes. I like that. All right. Let's get another number. Onward and upward. 732. 732 brings us to... Brings us to... Pitbull number two. Who? Wait, hold on. We hit the 32-minute mark before you could honestly say... I don't know who that is. That's good for us. That's very good. That's a good episode. It's over now, but you know. (laughs) Uh, Pitbull 2 was part of ECW. Um, There were the Pitbulls. Is this like Matilda, but like the second Matilda after Matilda died? No. They replaced her with a Pitbull instead of a Bulldog? No, they replaced Matilda with Winston. Um, Oh. No. He was a jobber in the WWF, and then he was part of the Pitbulls, Pitbull 1 and Pitbull 2, former ECW tag champions, um, wrestled for like a year or two in ECW, and then uh, passed away with his girlfriend. Ugh. He and his girlfriend both drug overdosed, were found lying in their home, dead for days, all while their two small children were apparently alone in the house among the bodies. Cool. So, that's, sorry that's to Sorry to bring this show to a screeching halt at the 33-minute mark. Um, so again, I... He is not going to rank very high. I would say he is below the Horner line at 150. I would say this fellow is below the other Dudleys at 185. Oh, we uh, poor Tim Horner's now down to 155. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's in the lightning and thunder category. Probably better than Marty Bell or Nathan Jones or... NXT Women's Champion Shayna Baszler sitting there at 198. I just have to say this thing she's doing in NXT right now where she's scaring the crap out of Dakota Kai is good, but it doesn't involve wrestling at all. It just involves her in a leather jacket essentially like walking up and going boo to Dakota Kai. That's kind of fun. But um, I might yeah, I'd, that. I'd put Pitbull 2 at 195. All right, but well, before so we, can... we cement him as 195, where do you see Pitbull number one in relation to Pitbull two? I mean, is Pitbull Pit... one the superior talent? Yes. Okay. In yes. Which case, Pitbull one was a better wrestler. Yeah. Right. 195. We'll split up Thunder and Lightning. And again, we're going to have to go I back. I figured I asked that about Primo and Epico, so it was only fair that I asked it about the Pitbulls. No. Now it goes Lightning, Pitbull two, and then Thunder. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, another number. 308. 308. 308. 308. Another guy I like a whole lot. Big bruiser of a guy. I'm not sure if you're going to know who he is, but his name is Scott Flash Norton. Is he related to Ed Norton? Uh, not that I'm aware of. You would like Scott Norton. Scott Norton was a WCW guy, also wrestled in Japan. Big, hulking, bruiser of a guy, former arm wrestling champion. He was kind Bigger of... Bigger or smaller than Scott Steiner? Um, not in terms of... Scott Steiner was more muscly. Scott Norton looked like a refrigerator come to life. 
Like he's just he's a linebacker of a he's man. like Rhino, kind okay. of. Okay, all know. right. But he was very good. He had this great thing with um, Ernest the Cat Miller, where Ernest the Cat Miller kept so Scott Norton was part of the NWO, one of the muscle guys of the NWO. Ernest Miller's uh, in the ring making an open challenge because Ernest Miller, legitimate karate fighter. Um, and so the NWO tells Scott Norton, who's always coming out of the bathroom, that Ernest Miller's calling him out. And it's like happening week after week after week. So Scott Norton just keeps getting mad, keeps getting mad, comes to the ring and just beats the hell out of Ernest Miller. Because he's huge and he just... so. But again, not a great storyline necessarily, but funny. I liked Scott Flash. Despite the fact that he's built like a refrigerator, his nickname was Flash. I don't know why. Was he particularly athletic or agile for a large man? No. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, it, he was a fine wrestler. Don't get me wrong. He was a fine wrestler, but he's not someone who's going to break out a drop kick or, you know, do a particularly acrobatic move. He's going to punch you and throw you around and then give you a shoulder breaker and pin you. I see. So, um, so where is he on the list? Uh, let's see. I would put him above the Horner line. I believe he's a oh. former IWGP champion. Like he won the new. Yeah, Japan. but they give that title away to anyone. So, oh, wow, harsh words. Uh, let's see. Harsh but true. Blitzkrieg at one twenty-two. He's above Blitzkrieg. I the don't Blue know who that is. At one hundred, it's probably above the Blue Meanie. Uh, but what? I don't know if I'd put him above Mantar. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I like him more than I like Mike Knox at 96. I want to point out that if you do, in fact, rank him this high, this will be the highest ranked talent on this list that consists of I don't know who that is. That gave me pause for a second. Hold on. I mean, true? outside of Antonio Inoki, because I don't know who <laughs> Well, yeah. Is. No, that's not true. All the international guys. But yes, that's true. Hmm. Is he really that good? He's never tripped and fallen under the ring like Titus O'Neil at 97. in all fairness, I don't know if you meant that in a negative or a positive way, but that really probably does raise Titus's position <laughs> On this list, really uh, he's probably well, above the revival at this point. Oh, ouch! That hurts still so much under the because ring. it's true. Yeah. Um. Actually, you know what? I would say I like him a little bit more than Lars Sullivan, but not as much as Shaquille O'Neal. Okay. So I'm going to put him at 104. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Just so we can say that's just the number we keep going back to. Scott Flash Norton, 104 on the list. All right. All right. Where are we, how are we doing on time? Oh, we got plenty of time. Uh, give me a number. I don't care. Pick a woman. Pick a, pick a man. 139. 139. He is... A member of former member of the Bullet Club, and he thinks you're a nerd. It's Luke Gallows. Was he IGWP World Champion? Because it seems tag like champions. Yes. 
Okay, so that's what I said. Um, I'd like to point out, you hear the clicking sound. I have a Sharpie in my hand, and I'm Could you clicking. just put it down and stop doing that? Is that possible, please? It just looks so cool when you see it on the thing. I hate you so much. Um, Luke Gallows. Gallows. Uh, A.K.A. Festus. We cannot discount Mm. Festus. Uh, Doc Gallows, part of the... We can, in fact, discount Festus. Straight Edge Society. He was the fake cane back when we had a fake cane. We had a fake cane? At one point, there was a fake cane. And he fought the real cane. And and the real cane was like six inches taller than the fake cane. Let's see. Do you like Luke Gallows what, 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 more? What do you or mean less? We, we can why why are we discounting Festus? Here's a country bumpkin who his tongue keeps sticking out until the bell rings when he becomes a monster, and then the bell rings again and he sticks his tongue out. That's that's grade C minus Russell Silly right there. I would say grade D Russell Silly. It was I don't know. I loved Eugene, but Festus never did it for me. I I would agree. Uh, let's see. <laughs> and honestly, his current WWE run, well, as much as I want to be excited about the Good Brothers, I'm, I'm just not. His the the highlight of his current run is the fact that he was on Southpaw Regional Wrestling. The highlight of his WWE like main roster career to me was like. He came out as a real estate agent, and Dana Brooke was still a nurse for some reason. Like, it didn't even make sense anymore, and that's what I remember them for. Oh my god, point. that science stuff with the New Day, that was terrible. It was. And I they like have not New done Day. good work. It's not their fault necessarily, but I don't feel like they've done good work. The Good did Brothers click, have not done good work on, in WWE. Did you click on 117 Kurt Hawkins as kind of your jumping off point here? Is that I think we're... that's where I'm jumping off, yeah. Well, let's see. We've got Samir Singh, Ted DiBiase And if you want to make an argument that he's below Luchasaurus, I'm all ears. No. No. Let's not go crazy. All right. But, yeah, I think that's about right. I I could make the case that he's higher than Victor He's above Victor. He's above Victor. But then you get Ivalice and Evan Bourne and Mia Yim and Hector Garza, and I would put all of them above him. I think 116's it. I mean, I could see an argument for putting him, oh my god, like right around 104. Like, <laughs> I'm serious, though. Like, I, I honestly think he's had a worse WWE career than Rizar and Ankum. But, like, I would say just by virtue of the fact that he's been on the main roster, he's got a thing going, the beat-up John Cena stuff with AJ Styles. Like, yeah. I could see him being above Lars Sullivan and Scott Norton. Maybe even above Shaquille O'Neal? <sighs> he's a three-time IWGP tag champ, one-time Raw champ. He was part of Aces and Eights. I don't know if that does anything for you, but back in TNA. I remember that, actually. Yeah, Yeah, that wasn't good either. I don't know. Like, you know, part of me wants to do 104 just to continue the the joke, but... Do you think he's lower? Yeah. I, I Again, I'm, I'm looking at... You want to say he's better than Keith Lee, who's just about to sign with WWE? Okay. Um, I have a more positive impression of Piper Niven. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, you want to put him yeah. at 111. 
and say, okay, maybe he's better I mean, than Evan Bourne. You can, you could, but say Evan that Bourne he's is a multiple more than Tainara Conti. I mean, well, yeah, but he's accomplished more than you know, he's technically accomplished more than Akam and Razar. Just I don't in terms know about of, that. Just in terms of titles and well, I guess worldwide he has. Yeah, like this can't just be a WWE list, otherwise. You're right. Okay, well, maybe that's where that maybe that's how he breaks above here because I'm not familiar with his Japanese work. But you're right; we can't completely discount. You him. know, Tonga Loa, another member of the Bullet Club, is at 99. Luke Gallows is probably higher than that. And let's face it, Luke Gallows is higher than Kalisto, right? This is depressing me, but yeah, probably. 93? Because then we're getting into the Revival and and Aiden English and Rosie. I would say that he they've... I would say um, Gallows and Anderson have accomplished less than the Revival... Yes. In WWE. Yes. So how heavily are you going to weight those Japanese titles? Do the Japanese titles put them above the Revival or not? I would say no only because the Revival, if you count NXT as part of the WWE umbrella, and you should, the Revival has had some great matches. I don't know that anyone can give me a great Luke Gallows match. Mm. Okay. So... I would say I would I would go above ninety two is my ceiling. Ninety two would put him above Dino Bravo, above Kalisto, above Gilberg. But that's it. I draw the line at Dash Wilder. But Dash Wilder is the less talented of the revival. Luke Gallows is the less talented of Gallows and Anderson. I like Carl Anderson a whole lot more than I Touché. like Luke Gallows. All right. All right, I'll give it 92. to you. 92. 92. I have a feeling that one's going to be controversial. I think a lot of people are going to feel like he should be higher, but... We need controversy. I enjoyed I think my the problem th- with Luke Gallows is I, I feel like I am pessimistic on his future. Like, we have a guy like Killian Dane at 75 who's much higher and maybe has, you know, accomplished less, but I feel optimistic about Killian, Killian Dane. Killian Dane's trajectory is going up, despite the fact that Sanity has still not made its debut. Right, but I, correct, but I still feel like is, that. Right, is heading down. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, but yeah. All right, ninety-two for Luke Gallows. All right, another number, please. Controversy. Uh, three hundred and seven. Three oh seven. Dun 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 dun. He was part of the UK tournament. He looks like a poor man's Finn Balor. His name is Jordan Devlin. I kind of remember who that is. If you Google him, I swear, he looks like somebody was like, I want someone who is going to get some people to think he's been... He looks like the kind of guy who would have been... In the 80s, there was a big thing for independent promotions to get a guy like Buck Hogan, and their names would be close, but not exactly. Um, Okay. And so he looks like a guy who would show up and his name would be like Finn Bowler. And, you know, people are trying to pass him off as Finn Balor, but he's Finn Bowler. Yeah. He was trained by Fergal Devitt. He was. Hmm. I think that was his story in the yes. UK tournament, wasn't he it? Was a pro- yes. Yeah, okay. I do remember this guy. And yes, he looks a whole the hell of a lot like 
Finn Balor. Yeah. He's not um, bad. I, he no. wasn't one of my favorites in the UK tournament, but he wasn't bad. He did advance to the quarterfinals, if I recall. Yeah. So, Jordan Devlin. Now, I don't know. Do we have any other? I don't think Wolfgang's on this list yet. Hmm. We have Tyler Bate on the list, I believe. We do. He's at 99. That's true. I like Tyler Bate more than I like Jordan Devlin, and Tyler Bate's accomplished more than Jordan Devlin. Um, do How do you feel about Jordan Devlin as compared to Kurt Hawkins? I think that's in the ballpark. Yeah. You know, you've got TJ Perkins at 122. That's kind of the Rich Swan at 127. This is the area that I'm kind of looking at here. You know, these are I, talents that that kind of made their name, started to make their name in the tournament. Rhea Ripley at 130. I I remember Rhea Ripley. Yes. Jordan Devlin I had to look up. True. Okay. But I did remember his story once we started talking about him. Well, so. yes, because he looks like Finn Balor. Ah, there's right. Sam Gradwell. Sam Gradwell is another guy from the tournament. I believe he's the bald one. He was at 145. I would put him above that. You know, Hakushi's at 137. I like Hakushi more because I grew up in the 90s. Um, Dante Fox, Dragon Azteca Jr., those are Lucha Underground guys. You'll have to kind of be the judge there. Um... Hmm. Yeah, I think maybe a little lower. How are you feeling about this guy versus Joey Abs? I like Joey Abs, but Joey Abs peaked as part of a group. Jordan Devlin has a pretty. I would put him above Jordan uh, Joey Abs. Okay. So you know, one. Dragon Azteca Jr. is a solid talent, but mm-hmm. I also sort of view him as sort of like the baseline of. I know I do have guys from Lucha Underground ranked. We could put them right. We could put them above. Put them at 131, just below Rhea Ripley at 130. Then you've got Axel Rotten and Helico Luchasaurus kind of above him. I think that's appropriate. All right. And again, we encourage you, if you're a UK fan and you think we're doing Jordan Devlin a disservice, prove us, prove us wrong. All right. We've got time for probably three or four more names, maybe. Want to throw another female on the list? Let's throw another female on the list. Number between 1 and 67, please. The number is 3. Oh. She was an ECW standout, but also had a good WWE, well, not good, a WWF career. I she believe had a she, WWF career. I believe she killed Al Wilson. It's Dawn Marie. Huh. Isn't she the one who killed Al Wilson? Tori Wilson's dad? Because he took too much Viagra. Isn't that him? Uh, it could be, yeah. Gotta look that up. <laughs> yeah, that seems right. Don Marie. Yeah, I always liked Don Marie. Feud with Tori Wilson. Uh-huh. The couple Her remained engaged, feud. and the two got married on the January 2nd, 2003 episode of SmackDown. Al then in storyline... died from a heart attack after having rigorous stuff numerous times in succession on their honeymoon. She was released from her WWE contract in 2005 after revealing she was pregnant, which resulted in her filing a lawsuit against the WWE. 
I wonder how that lawsuit turned out. I'm gonna try to look that up. What do you remember about Don Marie while I'm looking that up? Um, I remember her being part of ECW and being someone who just wore Nothing. less and less clothing because that was kind of what you did if you were a female in ECW, not named Beulah or Francine. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember her showing up in WWE in the Al Wilson thing. And that's it. So, mm. I'm, I don't have a great love for Dawn Marie, despite the fact that she starred in a movie called The Vampire Carmilla. I'm not familiar with that one. <laughs> okay, I have to read this sentence, and in case anyone is listening, like, I'm just reading from Wikipedia, uh, because this is the professionalism of this website. Saltis starred in The Vampire Carmilla, a 1999 independent film showing off her cans. On Wikipedia. Nice. Nice. While wrestling in ECW, she took one college class a semester because of her love of learning and reading. (laughs) The case was reportedly settled in late 2007. Settled. Because she suffered mental duress for being released. Uh, yeah, I I'm, I don't love Don Marie. So if we're looking at this mm-hmm. list, I like Rhea Ripley more. She's not yep, as popular. Yep. Those are her as... cans, all right. I looked up the vampire Carmilla. It's Don Marie. There they are. All right. All right. I'm glad I, I resisted. Um, you know, we've got Rhea Ripley. You've got Kavit. Now, again, is she more popular than Rhea Ripley? Did she do more in WWE than yeah. Rhea Ripley did? Yes. But then again, Rockin' Robin's at 125, and Rockin' Robin's a former world champion, so I wouldn't put her higher than Rockin' Robin. I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of people know who Don Marie is. But it's not good. Like, do anyone really have fond memories of Don Marie? I mean, does anybody have fond memories of Alberto Del Rio? I don't know. Okay. That is a fair point, so... I mean, I don't know. In which case, above. But I mean, Sarah even if I'm Logan, doing that, she's she's definitely below Stacy Keebler at 63. That's for sure. Candice LeRae at 79. I would probably make the argument that yes, more people currently. Candice LeRae again, upward trajectory. Don Marie not. Are we putting her like right with Alberto Del Rio? Then that's no, kind I mean, of the baseline here. I'm, I'm, I'm looking, you know, she's definitely lower than Chad Gable. She's probably lower than Alberto Del Rio. Because, again, Funaki, you know. Yeah. James, she's and, probably, you know, she's you probably more her, well-known than James Storm. You might consider her a female Funaki in some ways. Um. <laughs> I want to see Funaki's cans. <laughs> the vampire Funaki. <laughs> Okay. Indeed. Um. Uh, yeah. So seventy seventy one. I have. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think so. I'll I even put so. her above Don. Mer- I'll put her above Funaki just because. You know, because fans are fans, and there's probably a lot of people who were coming of age in the Don Marie era, and so. 
Remember her fondly. Absolutely. All right, 71, Don Marie. I don't like it, but it's probably right. Another number, please. Let's go with 195. 195 is... Oh, we're ending here. Okay. Bam, Bam, Bigelow. Bam, Bam, Bigelow. I mean, some people would probably say this guy is one of the all-time great big men, right? I think you're... Up in, he's in the same conversation with Vader. Like, you talk yeah. about Vader in the similar way that you talk about Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, you know, both big men who can moonsault. Neither particularly well, but regardless, they're moonsaulting. They could do it. Yeah. I mean, I personally think, you know, I think Vader is clearly above Bam Bam Bigelow yes. in my line. Yeah, I don't um, think I don't think Bam Bam Bigelow is going to crack our top ten. But he's in the, you know... He's better. I, I like him better than King Kong Bundy at twenty six. So he's yep. in. He's probably in my twenty five, top twenty five. Yeah, I not think a bad... I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't. Do, but so I mean, are we talking? Is he higher than Farouk at twenty one? I like Bam Bam Bigelow better than I like Greg Valentine. For, Farouk, yes. But Ron Simmons is a world champion. Not that that's a be-all, end-all, but Bam Bam Bigelow, I don't think, held any titles. At least in WWE. He's WCW tag champ. I think even right now as I'm watching uh, 1999 WCW. He did main event to WrestleMania, though. WrestleMania 11 in Hartford, Connecticut. Bam Bam Bigelow versus Lawrence Taylor. And I don't really think that winning the title necessarily is what you need. I mean, Rowdy Roddy Piper is at number four on this list. Fair point. Yes, and Fair you know, point. certainly when we get to Mr. Perfect, when we get to Jake the Snake Roberts, I don't know if they're going to be as high on that list as Roddy Piper, but they're Who do you be like better, there. Bam Bam or Chris Benoit? Benoit. Yeah. But it makes you pause for a second and consider that. It did. Yeah. So, but Benoit definitely—it's still that WrestleMania twenty moment that I think puts Benoit yep. over the top for me. Yep. So, but you said you liked him more than uh, Greg Valentine. I would agree with that. Greg Valentine's currently at that. eighteen. Yeah, and so I mean, then what about May Young? Um... I would give it to May Young just because of the history. There's I no, think I agree. With there's that. no Bam Bam classic until we get to four oh five live. Or Can't 305 wait. Live. <laughs> but Bam Bam at 18. I like it. Top 20. Cracked it. Tattooed skull, cartwheeling. I like to point out, we put two people in the top 20 this week. This was a fantastic episode. Uh, with the exception of, like, I think it was, what was it, Pitbull 2 and Scott Norton, I think you knew almost everybody on this list. Amazing, isn't it? This is what's going to happen. When this is what's going to happen is we're going to have weeks where you know everybody, and there's going to be weeks where you don't know a single person. It's going to be such good entertainment. Slog to get through. But then we read Wikipedia and we learn about Don Marie's cans, so you know. And then I looked them up and I saw Don Marie's cans. You learned something today. Uh, All right, there, ladies and gentlemen. You asked for the list. People have been, uh, multiple people, I'd like to say noticed our hiatus and wanted to know what was going on. Seahawk always does because he's Seahawk, but Che, Brandon Banks, 
one or two others, I think. So people nobody missed, missed DDT wrestling. People missed the list. People no, people missed both. People wanted to know. They've missed the DC and Doc experience. They want. It is pretty great. I gotta admit, it really is. All right, uh, let's see. What number are we at now? We are at two hundred and seven, which is a good solid number. There. What episode number is this? Any idea? Fourteen. Fifteen. Somewhere Are you sure there. we're not higher than that? Let's look it up. I thought we were above 15 already, but... Maybe, but let's see here. Uh... Nope, this is 14. All right. Well, if this is 14, how do you feel about number 15... Being, being a reconciliation show? Being a reconciliation show. We're just going to need to find the time for it. Because I know your weekends are busy with family and lawn care and yard work, I'm sure. Hey, I uh, I uh, took out and put in a brand new outdoor lamppost this weekend. The things we're going to... This is the thing. We're going to have DDT Wrestling in a couple of days. And between that story, uh, I, had, I drove back and forth to Maine twice in a 48-hour period, and your new dietary habits, I don't know that we're going to talk any wrestling on DDT Wrestling. I don't think we're going to be any poorer for it. I, don't th- I, think, I think that's fine. I am all for episode 15 being a reconciliation show, so let's put it out there now. Let's put yes. it out there now. Neighborhood, besties, if you want to plead your case... If the fact that Shaquille O'Neal is ranked higher than anyone else that Shaquille O'Neal is ranked higher than, if the fact that Shaquille O'Neal is ranked higher than Buzz Sawyer or Evan Bourne or TJ Perkins grinds your gears, you need to send an email to podcast at ddtwrestling.com and plead your case. Because we are not going to go through every single person and ask whether or not they're ranked higher. We will look at the cases that you bring to our attention, plus any of the ones that we think deserve, uh, you know, a kind of a relook. Um, so you've got to plead your case, Jeremy. Talking to you, talking to guys like Che, talking to guys like Brandon out there, people who really like the list. I just um, want to remind everybody: if you want to actually sit down, do some work pour over the list, you can go to ddtwrestling.com forward slash the list, and you can see the list in its current form to begin to form those opinions. Yes, it is updated, I think, live. As we update it, it is updated, correct? Um, The way that the embed works, it updates automatically every five minutes. Oh, okay. So not necessarily live, but pretty pretty darn close. Pretty close, yep. So yes, you can see the list as it currently stands, all 207, and look it over. If And again, send us feedback if you think it's perfect. It doesn't need to be touched, but I know Jeremy's been big on the Tom Zank train, on the Brian Pillman train. If you really think, you know, All I gotta say is, I'm feeling pretty good about Christy Hemi at 43 still. I welcome the feedback bring it on people we will take a look did gq say he wanted to be a part of that too i think he did no i think he did i think he did so we're gonna have to find that figure that out too because we're gonna have to get him involved as well Mm. maybe he's gonna miss this reconciliation but we'll get him on the next one yeah maybe we'll see we'll have to see all right there ladies and jelly spoons thank you for your patience uh and thank you for joining us on another episode of the list 
Get ready for the Reconciliation Show. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews, joined as always by Doc Manson at Doc Manson. Don't look at Doc Vegan. I don't know who that is. Uh, and Doc, how do we end this show? Well, it's starting to sound, you know, a little bit uh, redundant week to week, I think. But Get used to it. John Cena is the greatest wrestler of all time.